Welcome to High Hill Pistachio, where visionaries gather to get inspired, learn new tools, and get a mental break that's still productive. Let your body chillax, but keep those ears on max. What's up, dreamers? Welcome to another episode of High Hope Pistachio. I'm your host, Bria, with the obvious pistachio fascination, and we have an awesome guest here with us today, who is, coincidentally enough, in my Office Obsession support group. No, jokes aside, our guest resides all the way in North Dakota. Give it up for Adam Carlson. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm super stoked. Yeah, me too. So before we get jiggy with it, I'd like to start with a fun question. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Say you have a bowling team, and you have to pick three characters from the office to be on your team. Who would you choose, and what would be your team name? Oh, man. A bowling team? Okay. Yep. So um, I'd have to have Dwight because he'd just he'd get things done. <laughs> right. Um, His objectives uh, would be on point. Oh, right, yeah. Um, Kevin, so we can get snacks covered, you know. <laughs> Got to have that going. And then um, Michael to just kind of manage the team and keep us pumped. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, and what's your team name for this all-star team? Oh, man. Um, let's see, I guess. Uh, I guess it would be the bowl of chili. Kevin's bowl <laughs> of chili, something like that. <laughs> A little head nod to, to Kevin's fatal chili. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I like how your priorities were in check with Kevin on snacks, not worrying oh, about yeah. the score. Just a good <laughs> That's time. Right. Fun to fun, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that was great. Thank you. I was I was looking forward to seeing which characters you were going to pick. I feel like I feel like Phyllis would be a really good bowler. I don't know why, just something about her. I feel like I she'd be that. like no, I don't. I always get it in the gutter, but then she starts playing and she's school and everyone strike after strike. <laughs> Yeah, she's got like the curve and everything. She brings yes. her own ball. Are you a you're a good bowler, aren't you? Didn't you say that before? Or um, no, no, we're I both have bad at bowling. Before. <laughs> <laughs> Not the best bowler though. Do you remember what your highest bowling score? Like your personal Oof, uh, best? Uh, I mean I might have might have broken the triple digits, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, the same. <laughs> Maybe one fifty. Oh, okay. That's a show off score. <laughs> and when you said break into the double di- or the triple digits, I'm thinking, oh yeah, one time I got a hundred and one, but you're all the way a hundred and fifty. Well, every once in a while you get four games going in a row and you get get into a rhythm, you know. That is true. I mean, usually like the typical amount is maybe two games because you get a good deal on it, and you don't really sure. get to warm up. Yeah. Although there's nothing better than trick shots. I don't care if I have a horrible game. As long as I get one 360 strike, it's it's a good day. Right. Something to brag about later. Exactly. That's amazing. So, Adam, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and your passion? Yeah, sure. Um, so, I'm Adam Carlson. I am a carpenter. I work for my pops at SR Carlson Construction. I live in North Dakota, and I'm originally from Minnesota, but 
came out here during the boom to help my pops get going and kind of bounce back and forth from there. And um, I don't know. I like to be spontaneous. And like, like at the end of 2018, I went out to the Rocky Mountains and lived there for four months. And um, I like hiking and skiing and all that good stuff. And um, yeah, I guess uh, my passion is real estate. Uh, it's my dream to be able to retire with um, re- real estate rental specifically uh, under my belt and just to be able to own a lot of units and cash flow without actually putting in that nine to five. Right. Yeah. It's uh, I've had a lot of jobs in my life. I... <laughs> I've done all the stereotypical jobs. My my first job, I was just a janitor at my church, and um, <laughs> I was I guess, a janitor before. Oh, were you? Yeah, it was actually like one of the most fun jobs I've had. It was great. Oh yeah, yeah. I like to think of myself as like a, a what's the fancy word custodian. Yeah, they called us housekeepers. Oh, even okay. though I worked at the YMCA, it didn't make sense. No way, I worked at the YMCA too, but it was a, um, I worked in grounds. We were, we were a lot bigger than usual YMCAs. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> just, just kidding. That's awesome. I just know that they wouldn't let me use my little YMCA card at any other YMCAs to go like work out or whatever. So it's like, oh. Really? Okay, yeah. That's dumb. Yeah, oh. good old YMCA of the Rockies. <laughs> YMCA is going to come after me. <laughs> call yeah. you like, excuse right. me. <laughs> They're going to be the first one to comment on this podcast. <laughs> right. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out to YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> this is a formal apology. I didn't mean it. Oh, well, that's all right. Um, but, yeah, so anyways, I, I've I've done everything from working at the hardware store to delivery boy, delivering pizzas, to mowing lawns, to just any kind of handyman work all the way up to carpentry and now uh real estate investments wow. and let me tell you real estate is much more enjoyable once you get on the uh the cash and checks end of it than it is doing any kind of job where you had to go in and work hourly yeah i could imagine <laughs> definitely a, a big change yeah, big difference. Well, thank you for sharing all that. You're a really well-rounded guy. You have a lot of different experiences yeah, to carry with you. Well, and thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, of course. This is a really fascinating topic because I'm pretty sure, like, each of us have at one time or another intensely watched a real estate show and have just become <laughs> completely invested in it. But there's so much behind the scenes that we don't realize is going on. Uh, Are there some things or tips you'd like to share for people who either just want to be more knowledgeable about real estate or they're thinking about pursuing this path? Yeah. um, I think one of the most important things to do if you're even interested in the idea of real estate, I mean, there's so many different routes you can go with real estate from like even just getting your uh, real estate license and selling houses um, 
but I guess the thing that I would say is to buy books, go to school, um, get, get, get some knowledge under your belt before you actually make any kind of big, um, decisions because there is a lot to know when it comes to real estate and investing and, and like knowing what to look for and what to walk away from, um, I guess I don't know if I'm getting into specifics, but like, like, like I'll be honest, I, um, I'm just starting in real estate. I'm 25 and I have a long way to go, but I, I got a good, um, foot in the door and we, um, I only own one property right now. It's a triplex and it has been, (laughs) Uh, really good learning experience this last year. Um, I guess we'll chalk it up to that. But, I mean, don't be afraid to make mistakes and learn from them. Just make sure that you actually learn from them because uh, if you make the same mistake twice and you didn't learn anything, <laughs> yeah, you never go anywhere. Is there something that you've experienced, like a challenge that you feel like other people could learn from or yeah, I think one thing to make sure you don't do is don't get like overly excited, especially with your first property that you buy. Um, I mean, really, really uh, look it over. I mean, make a even make a spreadsheet, just like what it might cost for you to buy it. And like, if you're looking to get rent from it, like how much you can get in rent and you got to factor in like your taxes and your insurance and your property manage management and um and even like I I factor in a an extra hundred dollars a month for the uh, uh inevitable month that it will go unfilled between tenants so then you're covered oh. um just for in, in case you're like using that money for something else and you need it to pay the mortgage or whatever um you won't go a month without it. Um, but really also u- utilities, like we have utilities included right now, but I mean, at that point, you just factor that into the, uh, the total for your rent. Um, but things that I wish I would have looked at or just looked out for before I got all excited and jumped into this was, uh, um, like look at look at the property like just use use things that you would normally use in a house that you like like open cabinets like turn the faucet on and off flip the light switches even go under the sink and see if you can turn the um the um what do you call it the safety <laughs> valve um, yeah the safety valve off just to make sure if that doesn't completely shut off the faucet then you know that it's old needs to be replaced and that just I mean that's just the the front the first layer of many layers that you could peel back and find other horror stories and that's unfortunately what we've been I was going to say you have to be pretty detail oriented then yeah it's it's definitely worth doing because we just we were so excited about the pro the property and like oh we might be able to get a good deal on this and you know we can the the goal with rental properties is to get 1% back on a month on your total investment. So like if you, um, 
if you buy a place for say a hundred thousand dollars is a good round number then mm -hmm. the goal is to get one percent back a month in rent so you'd want to get a thousand bucks back um, and if you can't get that then it's just not worth it to begin with um, the benefit of being a carpenter is that we've been able to do, to do a lot of our own work on this place um, it doesn't come without sacrifice though I mean it's uh, especially if you're thinking about buying a fixer-upper I mean if you enjoy your weekends I would say keep your day job and just uh, <laughs> just keep grinding because you pretty much give up every free moment that you have if you decide to go that route um so definitely keep that in mind if you're thinking oh let's just let's just fix it up ourselves it it's so much easier to say than it is to do and even just as like even for carpenters it's like that's just a lot of time there right that's a huge commitment yeah it is definitely but it'll all be worth it one day right yeah there you go most definitely all that hard work is going to pay off. Another thing that uh, is important to know is just because you don't have money, but you're still like interested in getting involved early in your life instead of into your 30s or 40s. Like, like you don't need to have money to start in the real estate game. Like, there's plenty of different outlets you can get started in real estate through, like, I mean, just getting together with other like-minded individuals that are willing to invest in you or, um, I guess, family is an option. Um, there's hard money lenders, and and then the goal there would be to refinance after about a year. But, um, yeah, so don't let that be, like, a way of getting you down just because you don't have money <laughs> in the bank. Right, I didn't even think of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, there's there's so many different ways of getting started that people just like it's one of those things where you got to put a little effort in. So a lot of times it defers the people that are like, "Oh, I can't do this. I don't have money. I'm going to not pursue it." And it's like that's that's also smart if you just want to you know, do your thing and keep working but if you want to eventually retire hopefully sooner than 65 then you gotta think of something and for me I thought well there's either real estate stocks or <laughs> and I don't really know what else there is right. well I, I don't think like you're... stocks so I chose real estate <laughs> yeah I I don't even know the first thing about stocks <laughs> um <laughs> I think you're doing it right, though. I mean, you're young. You can handle working hard and just getting it done to pave that path to a nice retirement. Yeah. Doing a great job. Well, thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, it doesn't come without sacrifice, that's for sure. It is it is really stressful. Like, if you you got to be willing to manage stress, and if you don't handle stress well, then I would just say don't <laughs> even try now. because <laughs> it is – it is awful at times like especially if you you know like I have a my, my partner in this is my pops right now and it's uh it's already hard to work with family let alone invest with family yeah 
that that's very true. That can get tricky. Yeah. Would you like to take a quick break? Sure. All right, we'll be right back. Oh, righty, and we're back. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> so letting all that great knowledge soak in with that, Adam, could you perhaps explain the steps one would need to take in order to pursue this path? Like, Do you have any specific advice for that? <clears throat> um, steps that I would say would be, first off, buy buy real estate books like like the the book that got me interested in investing in real estate was rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki and it's it's a really easy read it's not super like oh you need to do this and this it's like it's almost like a storybook about his life and how he was trained by a father figure in his life on what to and not to do and investing in real estate and just being successful as a person. Wow, that's um, awesome. Yeah, that yeah, was a really good read. I'll add uh, that book entitled to the show notes in case anybody does want to check that book out. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Um, but also, so like get, um, get educated is the first thing. Um, do your research. Find out what type of real estate you want to get into um what's most appealing to you um and then make sure you can finance it and then uh start looking at properties um and there's it's okay to throw out 100 lousy offers if one accepts right i mean that right um one thing that my aunt and uncle said and their uh successful um in in real estate right now um they said when they were just getting started uh a savvy real estate investor that they talked to told them um two things mitigate your taxes and don't overpay for real estate smart and it is something that i have said over and over to myself since i heard (laughs) them tell that to me yeah that's a great piece of advice yeah. That's awesome that you have supportive family to give you some tips and help you on yeah, the way. It, it really does help having people that are like, you know, pushing you through the hard times and, you know, it gets better and um it it's much needed at times. Right. Yeah. You you mentioned um there are different types of real estate like know what kind of real estate you want to go into. What different types are there? Um, I guess uh, like you can be a real estate agent selling real estate and they make a pretty good chunk on commission there. Um, there's flipping houses where you can buy a foreclosure or even just a house that needs a new coat of paint and new carpet and turn it right back around and sell it for lots more money. There is uh, rental properties, which is what I'm uh, getting into, which is you buy and hang on to it and collect and make your money off of rent. Um, Let's see, there is, there's some bigger things too, like when it comes to like hotels or like there's business uh real estate 
and that's kind of the same thing with rental where you you get into it to um collect rent or in this case it's leases from um from companies instead of uh residential and those Very are nice. pretty much the main ones when you were saying hotels that kept making me think of Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the goal, right? You oh my buy God. three houses and sell them and buy a hotel? Yeah, I would I'd literally be terrified when I'd see like a whole block on Monopoly, just those big red hotels <laughs> yeah. daunting. Oh, yeah, that's the worst when you run into one of those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there, I'm kind of curious, is there a real estate type show that you enjoy watching or that keeps you motivated or are they Um, all kind of misleading for actual real estate you're talking about like on the home and garden channel yeah like that uh, like tlc you know ones you don't just like watch for fun sure uh well i listen to a lot of podcasts but there's there's a a show what's the one with those twins Oh, the real estate brother property. Yeah, brothers. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, property brothers. I think yeah, um, and that's a really good show. I've seen that before, and it's cool because um, you get a chance to look at both sides of it, where um, you, you can see what the the realtor is doing for the for the folks that are buying it, and you can also see what the other guy is doing on the the building side of it, getting it up to par and worth buying. Um, but as far realistic. as like, what's that? Is it like pretty realistic? Would you say? Yeah, yeah, it is actually pretty realistic, and they're they're in such specific areas. They're usually in um, areas where the houses are going for mega bucks. Um, oh, but but for those types of projects and houses, that it is still very accurate. Nice. Um. But I guess one podcast that I would recommend is Bigger Pockets. Um, and they're just a really insightful podcast for people in my situation where we're just getting started or are you just uh you're trying to learn more about um the real estate game and just how you can improve your you know, your knowledge and just your your strategy for obtaining real estate and just what to do with the real estate that you have. They usually interview people that have been in it for a while and they're doing well. And sometimes they interview people that haven't done well and what not to do. So it's it's really informational. Yeah, that's wonderful. I will also add that to the show notes. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. So what does your end goal your dream look like at like from all your hard work well i guess um it might be a stretch but i i love the idea of retiring at 40 i know that there's not a chance that i'm going to be able to retire anytime soon um but my goal is to at least be done with my day job at 40 nice yeah well starting as young as you are, it seems possible. seems good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, everyone that I've talked to that's gotten into this like 5, 10, 15 years from now say they wish they would have done it at 25 or they wish they would have done it right away out of out of school because they hadn't done much since then. 
Oh, man, well, you just hit the nail on the head. No pun intended. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah, no, I I, uh, I figured it was time to time to start getting serious about something if I was actually going <laughs> to pursue this retire at 40 dream. But well, Good for you. You, like, actually did it. A lot of people, you know, they can make plans in their head and talk about it with other people, but to put it into action says a lot about who you are, and that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been really stressful, but I feel like I just got to keep on keeping on, and it'll all be worth it. Yes, exactly. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, my mom read that in a fortune cookie one time. She. So before we check out, I asked our guest beforehand if he could prepare a quote that is inspirational to him, and I'd love to hear it now. I'm really excited to hear it. Yeah, so my inspirational quote is things take time and it's by Fred Evans. He's a he's a very good friend of mine, godly man that I've known for years now. Um he's the richest man in Montreal County, I believe. Um and it it wasn't he didn't start rich, you know. He obviously um he sacrificed a lot throughout his life and um he eventually found his success in in oil um wow and so he's really done well for himself in the last few years and um yeah he just he just kept going and and knew that one day he'd make it and he he actually lives on the triple t ranch and that's where i got the uh the quote things take time because <laughs> They don't happen overnight, that's for sure. So I just kind of think about that quote anytime I'm stressed and just know that it's like, well, it may suck right now, but things take time and it's it's going to work out. Yeah, that quote and that whole story behind it fits like perfectly in the path you're in. Yeah. What a great mentor to have in your life. Yeah, definitely. I'm really great for Fred and Joyce Evans. Well. That's so nice that you used a quote like from a friend. That's yeah. awesome. Very nice. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, you bet. Well, Adam, thank you so much for joining us and sharing all this awesome knowledge. It was such Thanks a great insight. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I wish you the very best of luck. I don't think you need that much wish to luck from me. I think you're on a very good path. You've got a great head on your shoulders. <laughs> well, thank you, Bria. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And for all you listeners, stay inspired, and I'll see you pistachios next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in during your busy schedule. We have new episodes every Friday. Our jiving theme song is by the all-wonderful and talented Luke Daniels. I hope you've learned some great new insight, and you're feeling confident and motivated in your dreams and passions. Let today be the step you've been thinking about taking. You're amazing.